Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Everyone and welcome back to the program. On today's episode, we're going to talk more about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell and continue to add some context to the story as we wait for the jury selection to end and the trial to kick off in earnest. And to do that, we have an article today from KSLTV.com. Headline, Radicalized Religion. When did Lori Vallow Daybell's beliefs become dangerous? This article was authored by Kiera Faramund and Mike Hedrick. From missionary and one-time primary president to facing first-degree murder charges in the deaths of two children, Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell went from seemingly mainstream members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to following and practicing beliefs far outside the official teachings and doctrine. I would say that's accurate. Most Mormon people out here, I'm sure, aren't running around calling their children zombies or evil spirits or anything else like that. Religious scholars say the road to radicalized religion often starts small. Sometimes there are formal offshoots of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, people who formally rescind their membership and create a new group, create a new church, and then other times... It's just people who develop their own ideas that actually might be out of sync with the mainstream church, said Patrick Mason, director of Utah State University's Religious Studies program. Sometimes they take formal structure, and sometimes it's a more informal group of people, oftentimes on social media. I think that's the nice way of saying that a bunch of lunatics get together and come up with their own brand of fairy tales. In interviews with police, friends said Vallow Daybell's long-held Latter-day Saint beliefs changed dramatically after meeting Daybell, and that's how it usually works. If you're going to get radicalized, whether it be Islam or, in this instance, this form of the LDS church, whatever it is, you're going to find somebody who is going to put you on that path of radicalization, whether it's in person or online or just literature you're going to come into contact with something that puts you on that path. And a lot of times, the people who get radicalized are people who are vulnerable, whether it's emotionally or mentally, whatever. Those are the people that are the easiest to bring under the umbrella of radicalization. And in fact, that's how the Taliban was formed. After the Russian invasion, the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, all of those refugees poured into Pakistan and they were preyed upon by the mullahs and clerics who radicalized these kids 
and turn them into the Taliban. And you see the same thing here, but on a more interpersonal level between Daybell and Lori Vallow. She was a really good mom. She was very helpful to everyone. We served in our church together, and we were great friends. I trusted her with my children, April Raymond told an investigator with the Chandler Police Department in Arizona. Raymond knew Vallow Daybell when she and her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, lived in Hawaii between 2014 and 2016. Raymond said Vallow Daybell was different when she returned to Hawaii years later. And it doesn't take years to be radicalized. It only takes a little while, especially if you believe whatever the charlatan is selling. She made comments about Charles already being dead and that there was a demon living inside of him. I just thought she just snapped. I didn't know what was going on, but she was a completely different person. And the second anyone starts talking about possession or the devil or any of that stuff, I just automatically assume that you're kooky as shit. And that goes double for people that you already know. Like if we've had a previous relationship and I don't see you for a little while and you show up and you're talking in all this John of God type shit, I'm going to have some questions, bro. Especially if it's bizarre, talking about people are being possessed and stuff like that. Now, if somebody has a spiritual awakening, that's a little different, right? They don't show up at your house talking about this one's dead already with a demon living inside of them. So there's obviously a difference between a real spiritual awakening and the morbid nonsense that these sick bastards were up to. Living on the edge of heaven. Daybell claimed two near-death experiences in his late teens and early 20s left him with a special connection to the spirit world. No, it just made you stupid, obviously. One of my favorite sayings is, what, did you fall and hit your head? And when we're talking about Chad Dumbbell, that's obviously the case. As an author, he wrote about his experiences, including visions of the future. Yeah, that happened to me one time, too on an acid trip at a place called the Candy Factory in Las Vegas. Many of Daybell's fiction works focus on end of times, doomsday, apocalyptic stories, and he was a frequent guest at preparedness conferences and on prepper podcasts, figures. It was at one of those conferences that Lori first met Chad. Like, preppers conferences, really? What do you guys go and talk about your freeze-dried food? Oh, I built a moat around my homestead. I mean, what's there to even talk about that you can't talk about online? You have to have a whole ass conference for preparedness? All right, I guess. Maybe I'm missing out. It was at one of those conferences that Lori first met Chad. Imagine your wife coming up to you and saying, Hey, babe, I'm heading out to the Doomsday Conference. I'll be back in a few days. Your boy would have some questions about the itinerary and what's going on at the Doomsday Conference. There's a recognition that, okay, some of this stuff may not play very well in church on Sundays, you know, Mason said. There's a recognition that it sounds different or it's distinct from kind of mainstream Mormonism. And so that's why some of these other outlets, whether it be online or whether it be through in-person gatherings, conferences that people have, oftentimes these ideas play out in those other venues. And I'm certainly no expert on the Mormon religion, but I think it's safe to say that that wouldn't be the kind of conversation that would be welcomed by the congregation on a Sunday. Hey, Evelyn, you hear about Al? He's possessed by a spirit, and he's a level four whatever the hell you call it. I'm pretty sure Becky with the good hair 
from Ward 5 isn't down with that kind of conversation. Valo Daybell and Daybell found friends and followers who had like-minded beliefs. They studied scripture together and attended Latter-day Saint temples together. The people in these different groups, they feel like they have additional knowledge, Mason said. They sort of take the church as a baseline, but say, okay, the church is kind of doing a lowest common denominator thing, but we have special knowledge, or we have access to new information that God has given to use, or to the way that we interpret scripture. And that gives us, you know, kind of a different identity, even if we can go to church with everybody else. Like they're part of this like little cabal, right? The we see demons instead of human beings cabal. Sounds like a fantastic group. Demons, zombies, and dark spirits. Court documents and interviews with Valo Daybell's friends have revealed many of her radical religious beliefs that span from spiritual to mystical. She believes she has the patriarchal power, which was higher than the Melchizedek power. Longtime friend Melanie Gibbs said in an interview with police, an indication that Valo Daybell had shifted her beliefs from the doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when it pertained to priesthood powers, which in the church are only available to male members of the faith. Chad would help groom her into these beliefs and ideas, Gibb continued. He would help her believe more and more like, you're the most powerful woman in the world. Other friends told police about strange conversations they had with Valo Daybell, in which she talked about demons and zombies taking over the bodies of her family members. Like, the second a family member of mine or a friend makes a comment to me like that, and they're serious, and they have conviction behind it, I'm staging an intervention right away. Forget about it. And if you're with some crazy-ass dude, me and that dude are about to have a conversation off to the side, and away from everybody else. She had made comments about Charles already being dead and that there was a demon living inside of him, Raymond told police. She had kind of some wild ideas about the idea of her husband being possessed, friend Christina Atwood said in an interview with police. And she was concerned that Tylee also had these dark spirits that were trying to control her. Imagine looking at your daughter and thinking that. All because this Shrek-looking MF'er told you that this is the way it is and fed you this BS doctrine? Serena Sharp told police that Valo Daybell had told her Satan was ramping up his powers and that evil is so pervasive in the world and that it was her job, she was responsible, for casting out these zombies. You want to see zombies? Head down to Kensington in Philadelphia and you'll get your fill of zombies all right. At what point does it turn dangerous? I would say right away. The second you start talking about your kids have evil spirits in them and the way to get rid of those evil spirits is to purge your children, I would say it's dangerous at that point. In a worldwide church of 17 million members, it would be impossible for Latter-day Saints leadership to monitor the private beliefs of individuals. And schismatic groups are not unique to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as they are common in all major religions, 100%. Organized religion scares me a lot of the time, folks. I'm not a big fan. Now, I don't have a problem with spirituality, but organized religions really turn me off. In the United States of America, you know, we allow for freedom of speech. We allow for people to have different ideas. 
And that's not a problem. But I think with Chad and Lori, at least, what it appears or what they're accused of is when those things turn into, when those ideas turn into the idea that they need to take out other people, when they need to commit violence against other people, that's when those ideas really become dangerous, Mason said. I would think it's even before that, like I said a second ago. Once you start thinking this sort of shit, it's time to go get help. Before his death in 2020, Charles Vallow called police, begging for them to intervene and get his wife help for her mental health. In later release body cam footage, he can be seen telling an officer that Lori had threatened to kill him because she believed his body had been taken over by someone else. And the body camera footage is just unbelievable. When you see this poor man telling the police this, and then the police sitting down with Lori Vallow and completely buying into her BS, it was just unbelievable to watch that unfold. She says I'm Nick Schneider. I've taken over Charles' body, and Charles has been killed, and I'm going to kill you. You're going to be murdered today or tomorrow. I can do it with my priesthood powers, he told police. What would you do if somebody told you that? I'd be swooping up my kids, and I'd be getting out of Dodge ASAP. Charles expressed concern over the safety of J.J. and Tylee at the time. Lori did meet with officers and have a mental health exam in January of 2019, and she was medically cleared. Six months later, Lori's brother, Alex Cox, shot and killed Charles inside Lori's Chandler, Arizona home in what he said was self-defense. Police later ruled the death a homicide, but before any charges could be filed, Cox had died from an apparent heart attack. I don't buy that for a minute. An apparent heart attack? Yeah, right. Pretty convenient that old Coxie boy happens to have his ticker go out on him right when the hammer of justice is about to come down. Lori was indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit murder and Charles' death. Those charges are on hold while the case in Idaho plays out. Radical vs. Real The type of belief that Daybell was preaching to his small group, you know, that people can become zombies because their spirits could go dark and therefore they needed to be killed so that they could cast out the zombies, those things are nothing that would be recognizable to mainstream Latter-day Saints today, said Barbara Jones-Brown, director of Signature Books Publishing, or the belief of reincarnation. He taught that all people have up to nine lives on this earth. Oh, that's original. I thought that was for cats. Those kinds of things are really just so far out of line with mainstream Latter-day Saint belief. With so many different portrayals in the media in recent years and the upcoming trial of Vallow Daybell, there's sure to be a significant misunderstanding over what is a real teaching of the church and what is a radical extreme belief. Well, I don't know about that. I think most people understand that the vast majority of members of the Church of Latter-day Saints aren't running around calling their kids demons and shit, just like the vast majority of people who are Muslim aren't terrorists. I think most people understand that, but of course, there are crazy people out there that conflate everything. Mason told KSL, This has been a problem for the Latter-day Saint faith since the beginning. Whether in the media or another forum, people are attracted to the more sensational aspects whether it be violence, whether it be sex scandals, whether it be polygamy, and other kinds of things. And you know, a lot of these practices are outgrowths 
of and are related to, but actually very different from the way the most Latter-day Saints live and believe in their religion. He said one of the challenges on a national scale is that a large percentage of Americans have never even met a member of the church. Well, here in Las Vegas, I grew up with a bunch of people who were in the Mormon church. And besides a few customs that don't line up with the things I grew up with, they weren't weird at all or into anything like this, I can tell you that much for sure. A 2022 national survey found nearly half of Americans have no friends or family members who are Latter-day Saints. That number is even higher the further you get away from the Mountain West region. So yeah, if you don't live out west or Las Vegas, you know, Nevada area, Utah, that certainly makes sense. I know before I moved to Nevada from New York, I had no idea what a Mormon person was until they showed up at my door knocking in their little outfit. I looked at my mom. I was like, what's this guy doing at the door? And why is he talking about something that's not Catholicism? You know, I was just a little kid. I didn't know any better. But I could see how, you know, some people out there who live in different parts of the country might have never even met somebody who is Mormon. Their knowledge and their understanding of the religion is pretty shallow, Mason said. What they know about the religion is what they see on TV. Well, that's pretty much what everybody knows about every religion that isn't theirs. So I think the worry here that there's going to be some blowback against the Mormon church is a bit misplaced. I don't, I don't see that happening. I think people understand that we're talking about some crazy people here and not a whole religion. He pointed out that this is also a problem not unique to one faith. A lot of people don't know all that much about Islam or don't know very many Muslims. And so they see in the news, whether it be about Al-Qaeda or some other violent Muslim extremist, even if they know intellectually that that's a fringe of the group that doesn't represent the whole, there is some part of them that says, well, there must be something about that religion that promotes this kind of extremism. It's important, Mason said, for all viewers of the Vallow Daybell trial to recognize their own lack of understanding or lack of knowledge so as to not make judgments about the entire Latter-day Saint faith based on what's presented in the courtroom. Well, isn't Mason doing the same thing right there, implying that people are going to do that? See, I have a different outlook. I don't think people are going to look at what's going on here and cast blame on the whole entire Church of Latter-day Saints. I think people's rage is going to be pointed exactly where it should be pointed, and that's at Lori Daybell and Chad Daybell. For a casual listener, a casual viewer, who doesn't know that much or doesn't have that much context, it's easy for them to conflate the extreme with the majority of people who live good, decent lives. Well, I again, I doubt that's going to happen, but I thought the article was interesting from the standpoint of the radicalization as far as just being religious. Because there's a whole element of that that came into play here with Chad Daybell being a key factor. So that's something we're going to explore as we continue to move forward and lay some more of these context episodes as the trial rolls on. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with the episode can be found in the description box. 